It's like if, you, if you're a banker, I go, gosh, I find that weird that you're taking out $1,000 out of a till and giving it to someone, you know? That's their job. You know, my job is to kiss really attractive older women. So, <laughs> essentially, yeah, I feel like I didn't draw the short straw there, but, you know, here we go. Coming up on today's rollercoaster episode, he's taller than tall, he's larger than life, uh, star of TV2's Step Dave, John O'Kenyon. Um, she's a music publicist, blogger, and also Jen Wigmore's number one fan. We're talking about Poppy Toho. And Gracie Ottawa Ward checks out the new Monster Godzilla movie. And Jared Titor joins me in the co pilot seat this week. I'm Will Reed, and this is New Zealand Entertainment Podcast. He, d- he did such a good job uh, on the last show with his Hammond organ. We've got him back again, Mr. Jared Titor. Welcome to the uh, the studio, a.k.a. my crib. Yeah. It's good to be back here. Um, kia ora, Jared. Um, again, ora. you're kia back ora. in, uh, back in uh, around my table Yep, to join us again. Uh, obviously, you don't have your time machine, Hammond time machine, with you. Oh, I don't have the Hammond time machine. Today, we're using the stringed... Instrument area, Jared. Do you watch TV, or do you have a TV? I have a TV, and I watch it. Yeah, um, I lo- I do watch a lot of movies, and occasionally I do watch television as well. I do watch television. Okay, yes. have you watched um, TV Two Step Dave by any chance? Step that, Dave, that, that, yeah, that, that series about the I've the watched, old woman, the cougar, I've like a couple of eps, yep. even the younger guy. Yep. Um, yeah, well, we've got uh, the star of TV Two Step Dave, Mr. John O'Kenyon. He's popped in. He's popping in to have a bit of a chit-chat with us. Um, so you'll be interested in that because I know you're in the TV industry. You might need a few yeah. tips. Or you yeah. Might, yeah. Always looking for new tips. In fact, I'm working on a little episode myself. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Well, so well stick around. To this. Don't move. Stay where you are. I found her as a the perfect girl. Are you all right? Yeah? What's her perfect? She's hot. I'm Dave. Cara. So hot. She's a little bit older. How much older? Oh, just a few years. I'm 39. Sorry? 16. 16 years older. Oh! I don't care. I love it. I don't Get out. She's got kids. Big ones, like actual people sized ones. What? A D bag. Kids. Kids, stay. Who? Who's he? The French. I love it. He's fantastically tall. Um, he can mix a cocktail with the best of them. Is that correct? Absolutely. You, yeah. you can, yes. And he is a star, with one of the lead stars from TV2, Step Dave. I'm talking about Mr. John O'Kenyon. Welcome. Hello. Welcome Thank to my you very much for having me. That was quite an introduction. <laughs> yeah, the height thing, if people haven't realised already, they do now. And hopefully that will save people all over the country coming up to me going, how tall are you? <laughs> oh, God, you're tall. It's funny, I always say it's too bad, because when I was younger, I always wanted to be a jockey. Did you? Oh, really? Well, that's not good. Well, that was then. Yeah. And this is now. Backfired a bit, didn't it? <laughs> I have my mum to blame for that. <laughs> well, you know, taller people do get a lot of respect. Um, and probably, more than me, who are, I'm averagely tall, so I sort of sit in the middle. But that's okay. But has it ever helped you in an auditions? Your, your height or anything will disadvantage you? I suppose, I suppose maybe on a subconscious level. I think, you know, when you walk in a room, you... you, you you get that response from people that's very much they look up and they kind of go whoa or you know it's, it's like in an elevator <laughs> if I walk into an elevator there's already people in there there's that tangible feeling of everyone awkward is thinking yeah. man that guy's tall <laughs> so I suppose you get that kind of um, that impact effect uh, yeah. but 
I mean, when the camera's on you, the camera can't tell how tall you are, you know, when it's a no. shoulder head closer. Well, so, I suppose that's not the only reason why you got the Step Dave role. No. 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 I like to think not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they do put uh, my uh, leading lady, Sia Trockenheim, in heels a lot. Yeah. Okay. To compensate for it. But, how do you, um, can you remember the audition or can you remember when you actually got the part and you're thinking, yeah, fist pumping the air or how do they Yeah, I do. It's, it's, it's quite a funny story, actually, because... Um, uh, we we I went to the kind of I don't know if this is appropriate to call it, but the kind yeah. of the cattle call auditions where they get everyone you know age oh, twenty yeah. to thirty who's who could play Dave and they audition them all and then they're trying to cipher it down to a few finalists and then I I, I got a recall and um and then found out it was actually I was down to just me and another another actor no way and um, we had to oh, go into at the SPP studios yeah and audition with two potential Kara's and we were mixed and matched with two scenes wow. so I went in first with Sia who eventually got cast and then came out and then the other guy went in with Sia and then you know we all mixed and matched so we all got a turn with each other and um I I I remember thinking in that audition um I actually broke the mic and smashed a glass behind the bar that we were um <laughs> auditioning no. so I thought okay well if I don't get the role uh, the only thing I'll get from them is an invoice <laughs> but I do remember leaving that audition going uh, if I get this role I the person I want to work with is Sia um, okay yeah so the, the the next four I think it was three or four days after that final audition they said they'd let us know soon were the most excruciating paralytic days of my life God, really was it there long to well, wait you live on this knife edge yeah. as an actor where especially with a big opportunity like this if you don't get it I'm <laughs> How about harsh, the other Dave and the other characters? They must have been him in the same. Yeah, well, we're all in the well. same yeah, boat. Yeah. We're all okay. in the same boat, and it's like you—you you either go, you fall into your life's changed, and the rest of summer is not going to be the same, yeah. and you're going to be living your dream, or you're continuing pouring pints at the bar, yeah, and waiting for the next opportunity. Wow! But you got it, and you're here now. Let's talk about your co-star, Miss mm. uh, Sia Trockenheim. Yeah, um, she looks fantastic. She is fantastic. She, she, she is fantastic. She's yeah. um, now the, there's a lot of on-screen chemistry going on there, and it looks quite a realistic. I, I think that's what's so <laughs> likable at the program is that it's quite re- uh, realistic. Oh, thanks, man. Um, yeah. So, how do you? Uh, what's it like when you have to do swanning around yundies in bed and, and kissing scenes? Is it is it like you guys excruciating uh, laughter or? Uh, no, no, it's not actually, and I think that's testament to the fact that people say we have chemistries that we we don't. Um, need to cover anything by having that awkward laughter and that that uncomfortableness because it's just yeah. not there. And um, at the end of the day, it's our jobs, and we're both professionals. I try to be. <laughs> um, and um, it's uh, you know our, our audition together, our recall audition. We ha- we had a kissing scene, and I think if any ice was going to be broken, it's going to be the first time you meet someone at a final recall audition for the best job of your career so far. Wow! So the ice was already broken then. So when we yep. met on set, it was all going. We just had fun with it. That is kind of bizarre doing a kissing scene with somebody you've never met before. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. it is. But then you know, I always think it's like. Um, it's like if, you, if you're a banker yeah. I go gosh I find that weird that you're taking out a thousand dollars out of a till and giving it to someone you know <laughs> touche that's their job touche you know, my job is to kiss really yeah. you know attractive older women convincingly <laughs> 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 yeah I feel like I didn't draw the short straw there but you know here we go <laughs> no it is good there's some great oh you know what I like about the show is that it's this endearing like the characters are so good there's so many good characters in there you got, you're surrounded by a, a pool of awesome actors yeah yeah, hey. totally. And uh, he's like, let's see, Ezra, your, your wingman. Mm-hmm. We've yep. got Rowdy. He's, he's, he's fantastic. He like it's the th- it's thing is it's 
Yeah, the show is about Dave and Kara, but yeah. you know, it's everyone is so fantastic yeah. and the fellow cast are just so super, super talented. And um keep you know, they keep keep me on my toes and make me want to work hard for them. Yeah. Because uh, you know they're they're awesome, and the kids as well. These uh, Jasmine, Scarlett, and Logan, little kid. Yep. He's cute. Yeah, he is cute. Hey. Little bastard. Hey. <laughs> I'm asleep. I'm asleep. I'm asleep. Oh, happy birthday! We're not the big eight-year-old boy. Yes. <laughs> Come on, Dave. Do so we have to get up now? This is how we do birthdays in our house. We always do. Come on. I think what Kate McDermott, the writer, has done really well, she's encapsulated yeah. just little pockets of realness in society and in people, you know, and they're they're personified through these these characters that you're mentioning. Now, you, you're originally obviously got a bit of an accent. Yeah. Yes. Is it uh, from the UK, from Essex, I believe? Yeah, Essex, yeah. Now, you've still got family there. What do they think you make about uh, you being on TV over here in New Zealand? Um, I, I don't think... Th- I think it's... Called, what do they know? I, I think it's one of those things that they don't... A anyone in New Zealand thinks um, in England, sorry, thinks New Zealand's quite small, so they yeah. they probably don't um, don't know the scale, you know, in, of our perception of what this is here in yeah. New Zealand. But I think because they haven't seen the show yet, because they can't watch it online. Oh, okay, um, yeah. So they have to. Do I don't s- think. I think they probably think it's maybe just like a couple of handheld cameras, which in a way is probably what my mum, who lives here, probably thought. Um, I'm just also thinking. There's a, a poll online that I saw recently. Who's scarier, Stacy the stalker, or Betty the biznitch? But I'd like to add somebody else in there. And I'm, okay. And, and, uh, this is one person I think could be in there. Marion. The mother-in-law. Mary and the mother-in-law. Man, she's scary. Well, how can you have double booked? How stupid are you? Don't you use that voice with me. Someone's going to get a scathing online review. She's so scary. She lady. is scary. But you know what? Uh, she's played by Lisa Harrow, who's, you know, a, um, a very, very experienced, seasoned Andy. actress. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I mean, when I watch her, I go, um, yep, scary. But... She's a really complex character because everything she's doing, she's doing for the good of the family and for her son. She's just heartbroken that her son that she saw as this perfect husband to Kara and father just ditched. Yeah. So her resentment to Dave is not that she doesn't like Dave as a person. It just right. all stems from this this inability to just go, gosh, I was wrong about my son. Yeah. So, of course, he came back recently to the show and, and you can just see she's such, such good actress. My gosh. Yeah. You see all the subtleties of her just balancing that. Look, here he is, but kind of not feeling that it's actually what she expected it to be. And she is. So I think there's, look, there's a yeah. lot of getting a lot of comments on social media about a lot of, oh, Marion, she's such a this and that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to see. Well, you can tell you've got a soft spot for her on, on the show. Is yeah, there a bit of yeah. Bantering going backwards and forwards when she's trying to, you know, have a go at you and you sort of take one back at her. Yeah, and because I, I think Dave comes from a good place, you know. Yeah. That Dave has no malice. He's not out to hurt anyone. He's not out to get revenge on people who don't like him. Yeah. He's just there. He just wants everything to be cool and have an easy life. And yeah, that yeah. includes Marion. Oh, my God. What? I am oh Trenchman, and here is my trusty sidekick. His name is... Merman. Man. Uh. Merman, man. Yes, but I don't ever tell I'm not a woman, which is why you're merman man. Oh. I just recently saw an interview with you and C on, on the, uh, the morning show. Mm. Um, she's got a, quite a few film projects uh, that she's been involved with. What about yourself? Is there anything for you to transition from the small screen to the, the jump to the big, big screen in 3D? 
Uh, <laughs> 3D, yeah. Yeah, I've got long arms. It looked like I'd be grabbing you in the seat. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, uh, that's the dream. You want to keep, you want to keep building, you want to snowball it. And I'd love to be in a movie. What actor wouldn't? Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it being broadcasted or played in any other countries or are there any plans to distribute? I don't know. I think they're, they've t- taken it overseas and, and pitched it to, um, various countries pitch both the actual show itself but also the idea of the show yeah i mean i would like them to sell the actual show so that you know you I, get somebody gets to play you yeah someone gets to, oh no it's just so you know people are watching the original oh okay in another country otherwise it's like because you know i'm, I'm biased i go i don't want someone else to play Dave. No, you know, like, like, americans always do that and you know they'll, they'll probably you yeah. know ham it up and be oh my god car your kids are here <laughs> Oh my god, I'm 24 and I feel really uncomfortable. And, go, and then someone will throw an egg and it hit the face, and then we yeah. can laugh, and we're going, "What is this?" Become? Yeah, I'll be driving around in a Trans Am Firebird instead of a Skoda yeah, Vespa. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I, can, I can, I can see all that definitely. Um, but I think you know, with Steph Dave as well, the, the vernacular and the humour could cross over into different markets. I think it's very. I think I think it's the humour at times can be quite broad but ultimately the humor is very subtle because it comes through situations and the truth of situations and um like some of the funniest moments in it are often reactive to things going on you know little looks little responses little suspensions of breath that just make you go you're not sure why it's funny but you find yourself smiling i said as a chuck us the lighter so i can open my beer and he did and it landed in my shirt pocket wow he took such rubbish. Then we decided if we could do it three more times, we'd treat ourselves to a bender. What's a bender? It's kind of animal. And then when it does get dramatic or, or heavier, those those moments are more impactful because you've had that, you know, yeah. uplifting experience prior. We wish you all the, the success in the world uh, for your future. And uh, if the bartender doesn't work out, I mean, obviously you've got the acting as well. And what else, <laughs> what else do you do? What other hobbies have you got? Um... Well, I just bought FIFA, so I'm working on that. But FIFA. I don't think that's going to be a very lucrative pastime, is it? <laughs> Maybe not. Okay, we'll watch the space. Thanks very much for joining us. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate okay. it. Cheers. I'm Trons. Hi, this is Tim, and we're from Stormporter. And you're listening Listen to New Zealand, New Zealand Entertainment, Entertainment Podcast. Jared, <laughs> uh, the last episode you talked about. Uh, working in film and television, you're working on a feature film. Working on a feature film, mate, still still going well. It's um, long, is it, is it finished, long days, it not finished yet. Going, um, but long days of shoots. You know, if you've ever worked on a film shoot, and, and you've also got no, I haven't, but I can I can it's probably imagine a jolly, what it's like. Long, long, a lot of lot of redo, retakes, makeup, makeup, yeah, stuff in your take eyes. Take twos, take tens. Yep, um, you're working on screenplay, I hear. Yeah, I've got, a, I've, I've, got a, I've got something that I've been cooking for a while, and um, an idea that I had a, two or three years ago, and I finally sat down and starting to put ink on paper, Great. figuratively. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's such an actor thing to say. Yeah, so so is, Shakespearean. Yeah. So Shakespearean. So um, I am currently wearing the robes of a writer. How's that for Shakespeare? Yeah. It's very nice, very poetic. Mm. Yeah, mm. poetic justice. In between review, reviewception. In between review, reviewception. In between review, reviewception. In between review, reviewception. Reviewception, in between review, five step program. Today, Cadbury Fredo chocolate biscuits. One, baby white packaging. Two, creamy biscuit. Three, pronounced groin area. 
four, great chocolate taste. Five, feels like a rice cracker. But don't take my word from it. Let's hear it from my iceberg, Josh Sharp. I don't know. I've never tried it. In 1954, we awakened something. With those nuclear tests in the Pacific. Not tests. They were trying to kill it. Greg Seattle Ward is currently at the premiere of the new Godzilla movie starring Brian Cranston of uh, Mr. Breaking Bad, Walter White fame. Uh, Gracie, are you there? Yes, yes, I'm here, Wow. You are. Loud and clear too, Gracie. How are you? I'm good, good. How are you? Good, good. Well, not as good as you are. Obviously, your, your adrenaline is still pumping after watching the Godzilla preview Oh, preview my last gosh, night. it was amazing. It was just incredible. Was I actually a, felt yeah? shattered when, I, when I've just left from the hardcore action pack scenes there were. Did you? Well, you felt like you'd been in the, at the gym or something? I felt like you? I had a bit of a battle. <laughs> it's always a battle. Um, yeah. So what's so great about it? Is, correct me if I'm wrong. It's about a, a monster, right? It's like a Japanese monster. Someone oh, yeah. It goes loose uh, in America. Uh, well, tell us about yeah. it. What's it actually about? Is it as simple as that? Um, no, it's probably... Well, if you want a straightforward answer, it's about a genetically enhanced reptile, giant-like monster. Okay, that yeah. On the city, but um, yeah, it's a, it's a, there's a lot more to it than just that. You know, you've got the, the characters and their stories, and kind of how they're affected by Godzilla. Godzilla. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's not not so straightforward, but it's it's, it's a pretty amazing story. I've seen the trailers for it, and obviously Godzilla's been around forever in a day, like King Kong. Um, but what's so uh, good? What's so good about the movie? Is it just like about special effects and and big monsters and and Americans trying to kill the monster, or is it something a bit more than that? No, well, that's what the original story is is about. So this one has a totally different take. So we kind of we see Godzilla as more the um, the hero as opposed to the destroyer. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Godzilla's, um, he's looked at it in a different light. Um, yeah, and there's just, there's so many characters as well. I mean, there's, there's the main character, yeah. um, Ford, um, that we follow throughout the, the story, but I mean, there's other characters in, in the movie that um, add to it as well. The arrogance of man is thinking nature is in our control. And not the other way around. They evacuated us so quickly. You know, I did everything I could. Okay, and, and what's the what's the guy? What's Brian Cranston like? Is he one of the main lead characters? The guy from Breaking Bad? Yeah, he he is the main character, one of the main characters. Okay. Um, and he he's brilliant. He was my favorite character, I think, um, just because he was he just got such an intensity about him. You know, he's got yeah. such raw emotion, and you kind of I felt felt myself getting quite upset when he would get upset and like angry when he got angry. Um, but yeah, he's just that kind of uh, brilliant actor. And without giving too much away, Gracie, because obviously it comes out in the theatres in, in the next couple of days. Um, what can people expect? I mean, you know, if you go there with an open mind, what what's going to happen? Um, well, I, I expect that you get blown away because the action is so amazing and the special effects are next level. Um, wow! I think I think the thing that people won't expect is that it's not a cliche written film 
Okay. You know, it's a it's a familiar narrative that you know we all know Godzilla, and um, we've all grown up with some like form of the Godzilla movie. Yeah. Um. So it's it's really cool to see a modern take on it. Um. Yeah, it's, it's completely different to, to what you've seen before, okay. which is interesting. Yeah. Is it, it also it's in three D? You saw the three D one. Obviously, I saw the photograph of you with your ski goggles on. Yeah, I saw it in 3D. It was pretty incredible. You know, what? if you're gonna do it, do it yeah. well. Go to the IMAX and and um, watch the movie in 3D in the IMAX theater because it's just it's amazing. You actually yeah, you feel like you're really in the movie. Okay. Um, so if you're gonna give it a rating, uh, I suppose out of 10, Gracie, what would you yeah, give it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually think about this one. I was gonna give it a nine, but um, yep. I actually want to give it a 10 out of 10. Okay. Because it's one of the best action movies I've seen in a long time, which I totally wasn't expecting. Um, so I definitely give it a ten out of ten. You know, it was, um, it was an amazing, masterful human story with a blend of like that next level cinematic action. So I really right. enjoyed it. And it's and also got a decent story through it, uh, which is unlike most of those Hollywood blockbusters. Um, yeah, it's got a really good human story. Um, you know, nothing, no tacky romances. You know, it's a kind of a really family orientated story, um, which is something we can all relate to. Um, yeah, so well, enjoy. People. Sounds like I need to get along there with my 3D glasses, then, Gracie. Yes, you do. You do. And take a photo. Take a photo. I'll Snapchat in the movie theater. Okay, <laughs> you're on. All right, Gracie. Thanks for the review, and uh, we'll leave you to your night. Okay. Thank okay, you. Um, See you. You are not fooling anybody when you say that what happened was a natural disaster. You're lying. It was not an earthquake. It wasn't a typhoon. Because what's really happening is that you're hiding something out there. And it is going to send us back to the Stone Age. Ready to go? Ready to go. Uh, for another segment of entertainment news. First up, let's spin the wheel. Jared. If you could, please. Sex Lies and Videotape. Conrad Hurrell, Toyla Blakely, and Car Sex Video. Um, by now, everyone's heard about this one. J-Dog. Uh, a sex video featuring Warriors player Conrad Hurrell has emerged, well, it emerges just as the NRL prepares to launch its Woman in League ra- uh, campaign. The clip was posted on social media yesterday. Bloody blah. Fast forward, the sex act appears to be taking place in a car being driven by the 22-year-old Hurrell and was filmed on a phone. It was uploaded and posted on Instagram. Um, why do people Instagram, do this? Instagram. Why do people do this? Um, they, they think in the future ahead like, hey, it's going to be shown to the world. I might as well just make a movie. What was he thinking? What was she thinking? Did she, was she aware that he was videotaping? It sounds like he's videotaping so he can run off down to the uh, to the footy club and show off to his mates. Yeah, yeah. Very childish. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if it affected his driving. Isn't there some kind of law about you shouldn't well, be texting and driving and or taking sex texting tapes? Texting and driving. Yeah. The maker of Shortland Street has been bought by overseas broadcasting giants in a $1 billion deal. 
Haha. Yep. British-based All Three Media, the parent company of South Pacific Pictures that has produced Kiwi favourite Shorty Street Go Girls. Nothing trivial in the outrageous fortune was purchased by a giant uh, television discovery communications and Liberty Global on Friday, which is good news for New Zealand TV. Let's yes. let's, let's get that out there. I yes, suppose uh, um, if we're going to try and get Shortland Street on a world stage with a worldwide following. Um, I don't think it's going to be done through an appearance on Shortland Street by Ed Sheeran. And then in a perfect and ideal world, Nick Harrison will be back. The circle will be complete. Watch the space. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Celebrity chef Jamie Oliver is in the news again for his butchery, which is closed for selling old mouldy meat. Jamie Oliver's exclusive butcher shop in London temporarily closed after inspectors found serious hygiene problems, including mouse droppings, mould on carcasses, and out-of-date meat. The butchery, located near St Paul's Cathedral, closed its doors for several hours after public health officers scored it one out of five. Although Jamie Oliver restaurant group spokesperson said the closure was voluntary and not enforced, it reopened within 24 hours after the issue was addressed. Jared, odious signs here from Jamie Oliver, um, aka the Naked Chef. Have you ever had an experience like this where you've actually been eating mouldy meat? Um, no, but I'll I tell you what. Or McDonald's? Um, I myself haven't eaten the meat, but I do have a dog. And uh, she's right I have here. To, I have to buy it's meat nice. for the dog. Occasionally I buy bones and things. And I have had a run in with some of the local butcheries um, where they've put their leftover offcuts and they've yep. bagged them and. And they've sold them very cheaply, I must say. But when you get them home, you open the bag and, whoa. Mold. This is spores. pong, stink, rotten meat. And I don't give it to the dog. Maybe they're supplying yeah. Jamie Oliver so as well. So I wonder, um, I wonder, did his fridges not work properly? Um, that was the entertainment news roundup for this week. Coming up next, we're going to be crossing over to Gaming Bites. Don't move. Hey everybody, welcome to Gaming Bites. I'm Peter Peterson and today we're going to take a few bites out of the NZ Entertainment Podcast to talk about gaming. The big game that everyone wants to get their hands on at the moment is Watch Dogs. It's going to be released on May 27th and it looks like a great game. In this city, no one can hide from me. No one. I wasn't always this guy. They crossed a line. And for that, I will make them pay. I'll turn their city against them. The game is an open world set in the city of Chicago. It's kind of like Grand Theft Auto, a big sandbox. You play as this guy called Aiden Pierce, who wears a grey hat, and he's a super skilled computer hacker. And the game is set in a sort of futuristic city of Chicago where everyone is connected to the internet and you can hack into everybody's phone every non-playable character has their own little profile every car and traffic light is hooked up to the network so you can hack into the traffic light systems and building systems surveillance systems and find out information that you need what's the point of hacking you ask well say you're in a car chase for instance and the cops are chasing you well, you can hack into the traffic lights and cause accidents so that the cops can't get through the traffic and get away from the cops. I don't know about you, but if I had this hacking skill, I'd hack into the pack and save computer and make it play all the songs I wanted. Not your songs, my songs. <laughs> 
so keep your eye on that. It's Watch Dogs, and it's released this month, May 26th. They think I'm a man out of control, but I've never had so much control. For those of you who thought the Wii U was dead or was a dying console, at the end of the month, we're getting a system seller for the Wii U released, Mario Kart 8. And hopefully, Nintendo will still stay in the game. Mario Kart 8 is obviously the 8th game in the Kart series, and this series is really good quality and really fun to play with your mates. You can play 4 players locally, or you can play up to 12 players online. What's changed from the other Mario games? Well, in Mario Kart 8, your kart transforms into like a Back to the Future hover kart. And you can fly up walls and do loop-de-loops and this kind of thing. Also, there's a couple of new power-ups. The Piranha Plant and a Boomerang Flower. And there's a couple of new characters, some of the Bowser babies. I'm looking forward to this. The Mario Kart series is what the Wii U needs to stay alive. And every iteration of the game seems to improve on the last. So that's Mario Kart 8 coming out on the 31st of May. And also on the Wii U to keep the console alive, they're releasing Super Smash Bros. One of the greatest Nintendo franchises, and it's a lot of fun to play multiplayer. On the new version that's going to be released at the end of the year, there's a few new characters. There's Little Mac from Punch-Out, uh, Mega Man from the Capcom game Mega Man, Rosalina and Luma, an Animal Crossing villager, a Wii fitness trainer, and Greninja, a Pokemon. Also, Sheik, Charizard, and Zero Suit Samus are their own characters this time. So that'll make the game fun. I mean, this game relies on having heaps of cool characters from multiple franchises and putting them all together to have a big fight. With a premise like that, who can go wrong? So Super Smash Bros. will be coming out later on this year on the 3DS and the Wii U. Let's head over to the quick list. What's getting released this month? Well, on May 17th, we've got Kirby Triple Deluxe on the 3DS. It's the classic Kirby platformer, but now you can suck up massive objects with your super Kirby sucking ability. This game won't suck. On May 20th, we've got an RPG coming out on the PC and the PS4 called Transistor, named after the massive electrical sword that you wield and attack your enemies. Wolfenstein The New Order is coming out on May 20th and everybody remembers Wolfenstein, that classic first person shooter. This is the ninth installment of the series and it looks polished as. On May 23rd on the PC there's Tropico 5 coming out, a building sim where you build your own little town up on a tropical island. Fantastic! And that's the games being released this month. If you're not interested in any of those games, well, on, in June we've got Murdered, Soul Suspect, Elder Scrolls Online on the Xbox One and the PS4 is coming out, and Ultra Street Fighter 4 is supposed to be coming out in June, even though I don't have an official date here. So look out for those games. I know I want to play Street Fighter, even if it is almost exactly the same, but with a few more characters. It's still cool. What game have I been playing? Well... Me and my wife have been playing Asteroids, you know, that 1979 classic. So if you're interested in that, look up my podcast, expertversusnovice.blogspot.co.nz. Listen to the podcast and see what you think. Well, that's all the gaming bites we have for today. But 
look out in June. There's E3 coming up, and I'm sure there'll be plenty of new stuff to talk about. So until next time, this is Gaming Bites, and I'm going to watch a montage of all the Shortland Street deaths on YouTube. Okay, well, um, Jared, are you, uh, do you, you realise that this is New Zealand Music Month, the month of May? Yes, I do realise that, yes. Yeah, yeah, month of May. It was also May the 4th, Be With You. It was the month of Star Wars 2. It was. Sidetrack, but yeah, it's also Music Month. It was a month beginning with the letter M. Too, it was, yeah. Um, hey, listen. You um, may be right. Coming up, we're going to be talking to next, um, she's a musicologist. Yes, well, that's what I just made up. I don't know if it's a real word. Yes. And she, she knows heaps. She's well, well versed in the New Zealand music scene. And she's quite young too, isn't she? She is. She's from up your way. Yep. Up um, Northland sort of way, Kaiwaka. Yeah, Kaiwaka. Yep. Um, and she is, of course, Poppy Tohill. So we'll be catching up with her yep, right after this. Looking forward to this. Looking forward to it. This month is New Zealand Music Month, and it wouldn't be a New Zealand Entertainment podcast without the help of a music expert or musicologist. I don't know if that's a, a correct word, but I'm going to go with it anyway. Um, joining me now today is somebody who qualifies for all that, even more, Miss Poppy Toho. Very nice to have you here. Hello, thank you. What an intro. <laughs> no. Now, we're, you're here to talk about New Zealand Music Month, or give me a bit of a heads up on Music Month, and... Um, uh, and I suppose you've got a background, I suppose, in music as well, a good pedigree, um, starting off when you're about 14 or 15. And tell us about how you got into the music industry. Yeah, um, so I've always, music's always been a big part of my life growing up because my fam, my dad especially, is really into music and he plays the banjo and guitar. And so good old dad. <laughs> yeah, good old dad. And um, so I started playing piano when I was seven and guitar when I was 10 so I've always kind of really been into music and then when I was 14 I kind of I decided that because I've always really liked writing as well writing's another thing I always enjoyed and I kind of decided that being a music journalist would be really awesome because I like the idea of talking to musicians and interviewing them and getting to know them and stuff so I thought oh that'd be cool so I set up my own blog site um and then I just started getting in touch with artists and being like, oh, hey, I'm doing this. I'm really keen to get into it. I'm only beginning, but it would be cool if I could um, interview you if you had some time maybe. So it all just started out really as um, email interviews. So I'd just talk to them and send them a couple of questions and they'd fire them back and I'd write up a little article about them. So while your parents were thinking you were doing your homework, you were actually organising all these interviews? Pretty much, yeah. There was a few times at school I got in trouble for, Poppy, put that, put that work away. It's not you're in history. You're supposed oh, to be doing your haters, work. Eh? Like, oh, go away. History is not going to help me right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Very cool. So you started off from that, and you've gone on to uh, other things as well. You now, um, well, you're working with Music Nation as well, which is a fantastic website. You're working as a reporter for them, or you're doing some of the articles for them as well. Yeah. So I'm their main. Um, I'm their main blogger person. So I've got my own blog on there called You Heart Music. And yeah, so I just pretty much um, focus, that's all focused around New Zealand artists pretty much, so I just kind of look around for cool upcoming bands and write an article about them really and put 
put the word out there to hopefully help them and so people can just for a place for people to find new music really and That's fantastic. yeah and I've done a little bit of um, reporting for them just at the Tate Music Awards interviewing some people so that's been really fun as well great and, and also you're working with li- another, a lot of other websites as well Libel Music as well yep Libel Music I do some interviews for them which is really fun as well and review lots of concerts get out there and see some artists performing which is always fun and not only that but more you're also a publicist or, and a number one fan of uh, Jim Wigmore is that right <laughs> Yes, that is correct. <laughs> she's got swag. And she's also got a third album coming out, is that right? Yes, she does. It's yeah. um, She's almost finished writing it now, and she's heading into the studio soon to start recording. Well, uh, yeah, who needs uh, BFFs when you've got somebody like Jen Wigmore? I know, right? I know, cool, though. <laughs> um, so you're well, well, well suitably qualified to comment on New Zealand Music Month. Um, are there any bands you've been checking out this month at all that are sort of like, that you hadn't seen before that have blown you away? Well, well, I guess I've seen these guys, but I always love to do promotion for them because I've done lots okay. of stuff with plug, them. Okay, plug away. So, um, the, a band called The Nowhere Effect. The Nowhere Effect. Yes, Never Nowhere heard of them. Effect. They're really Tell awesome. Us. They're yeah. um, they're still relatively new. They've been around for a few years, and they actually won a competition during New Zealand Music Month last year, the um, Bex competition to open for Gin Wigmore. Surprisingly, oh, here it is, Gin, 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 Gin thread. And yeah, so. Um, yeah, now they've they've released an EP. They released it at the end of last year. It's called Bigger, and they just start. They've had a little break over last summer, and they're just starting to get back into some shows now. Great, and they're really awesome. So much happening with New Zealand Music Month, and so many, um, like you say, the Bex, um, Bex showcase that they had, yeah, yeah. and also there's a whole lot of other events running concurrently as well throughout the country. Um, Janine, the mixtape, yes, you seen that? yeah, I love her new video. She's yeah, yeah, just really good. There's yeah. so many good, uh, talented Kiwis out there, yeah, like Kimbra, Kimbra uh, yeah. like a storm, yeah, rockers, heard yeah, of them. yeah, they're yeah. cool. Woolly Moon, Naked and Famous, yeah, um, they're killing it too. Are there any other? Um, artists or bands that you think would be of that calibre that you think to keep an eye out for in the Hmm. future there's an artist that I've been doing a little bit of promotion stuff for lately she's kind of still really new on the scene she's just released one song called Fragile and her name's Maya Payne I've heard a lot about her yeah so there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of talk being thrown around about her lately a shiver down my spine these bones She's only 17 years old as well, so yeah. So I think. (laughs) Lydia Ko, Lord. I know, yeah. It's it's, a magic number. They're all getting younger these days, I swear. But um, yeah, so she's going to be working on an EP as well soon to have some more work out. But I think. People should definitely keep an eye out on her because she's going to go on to do some Maya awesome now, things. I've actually heard this week there was a remix done on George. Yeah. Was that the Dan Ox? Yeah, was Dan it? Ox did, did that. Did a remix yeah. of that. Yeah, she had another remix played. So there was a DJ or something in England and they played a song on BBC Radio over there and a guy did a remix over there of it, so that was really awesome. Wow. That was pretty cool, yeah. So she's getting some airplay and getting her name out there, which is really awesome, but you should definitely keep an eye on her. Now, Poppy Toehill, um, were your parents, is that sort of any Anzac um, connection there, or your parents <laughs> went into Anzac biscuits or anything like that? No, I don't think really... That's your real name? Yeah, um, I don't think it really has any... 
I don't think no, I don't think it has any connection with Have you ever asked Anzac Day really. Hey, no, I actually haven't. And I asked them if they liked if it was like maybe they really liked poppy flowers or something like that. <laughs> but cuz I guess my my parents are kind of hippie-ish, not really, but a little bit. So I thought maybe is the connection uh, with that. Yeah, yeah. But, but it is a cool name. It's really hard when you got a cool name to make it sound stink anyway. So <laughs> Hey, now what what are you up to for the rest of the month or are you checking out bands we've got awards to go to? Yeah, uh, the rest of New Zealand Music Month. Yeah. Like you said before, there's lots of gigs happening like everywhere, like King's Arms, Trinity yeah. Fork. They're just all those, all bars and those kind of places as well yeah. just have, even if it's not, like the Bex sets have so much good stuff going on, but even just aside of those, there's so much other stuff going on. You're like, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Shana King has a tour coming up. Um, yeah. She's, got, she's going on tour at the moment and she's I checked playing. checked out her video. Yeah, she, did cool. you like her? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> She's really cool, so meeting up with her next week, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, just to catch up and meet yeah, her. Yeah, I so. saw a couple of videos, and uh, Eldest Harding as well. Um, and who else is that, that rapper girl? Um, oh, Randa? Yeah, yeah. Man. She's a match. I didn't incredible. know she was the vocalist from that Kelly Bundy um, song that they had on George. Yeah, I'm on a roll, not stopping. Kelly Bundy at the mall when she shopping. Like Madonna, yeah, and she adopted. Okay, uh, where can everybody check out your stuff or your, your music writings and your reviews? Um, I guess um, I've still I still run my page on Facebook, which is um, New Zealand Music Madness. So it's NZ underscore Music Madness. Yep. Um, I don't do as much of my own sort of like blog writing on there anymore because I'm doing all the other stuff. Sure. Yeah, but yeah. I still post up like new videos and things about cool new artists to keep an eye out for out there. So yep. you can check out that or go on the Music Nation Facebook page or their website musicnation.co.nz cool. and click into the blog. Um, there's a toolbar at the top and it just says blogs and my thing will come up so yep. just click that and you can read my writing there and yeah and that's got links to Twitter and um, you can go on libel, um, libel.co.nz as well I've got my interviews and reviews up on there as well so that's pretty much where you can find, well, find me. Well Hill, the musicologist with the coolest name. <laughs> uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Been Thanks very cool. for having me. <laughs> okay see ya. Bye. I won the lottery the day that I was born. Uh, Jared, have you got time on you? Yes. Yeah, I think it's time to bring the show to an end. Yeah, and it's been a good show. It has. Yeah. Um, hey, listen, well, thanks for coming on the show and providing the, um, the commentary, because we yeah. always value your 10 cents worth, or I do anyway. Yeah. Um, hopefully you'll be around uh, for us uh, for the next couple of shows, maybe, if you're around in town. Yeah, but yeah I certainly hope off. to be, because the... Um, the music, uh, not the music, the movie New Zealand Film Festival starting. It is the New Zealand it's Film coming Festival coming up, so I'm looking forward up. to uh, maybe getting a chance to comment on some of those. Okay, I know Thanks. you'll be into that. Yeah, we will, and we'll, we'll take the ten cents worth next time. Yeah. Thanks for having me along again. Always enjoy it. All right, my friend, let's just bam and turn this mother out. Catch All you right. later. Thanks, Jared. Ciao.